Hello, welcome once again to another episode of the Rhetoric Rick Show. I'm your host, Ricky, and this is a show where I just complain about the little nuances of life, the the first world problems that people complain about, but everyone tells you to get over it fast or don't complain about it. And I do agree with them, but I'm just saying that, hey, we all feel it. I'm feeling it. We can't act on it but at least we can let out our frustration. So one of the main things um, that I want to talk about today, just an interesting topic, is everyone's talking about RTO. And for those who don't know what RTO is, is uh, return to office. Some companies are going to start mandating it like the end of this year for the beginning of next. Not a lot, but a lot. I, I, I've been reading that there's going to be a big push sometime next year for the beginning of 2025. How do you guys feel about this? I'm going to keep this episode short and sweet, but there's studies out there. There's con- Of course, there's always contradicting studies. If anything, the pandemic taught us, um, or at least taught me, was that there's always contradicti- contradicting information from professionals. And uh, one thing that amazes me is you'll see people that they say, oh, hey, I believe in science. I believe in, you know, proof and all that. And there is been, there's been proof, and I hate to bring this up again, but, you know, that when we were mandating vaccines, there is proof that it worked, but not for everybody. So when they mandated that, I was, you know, at first I was like, yeah, we should. And then when I saw loved ones having complications from the vaccine, nobody cared. Nobody gave a two you-know-what. And... um I didn't appreciate that. But anyway, and, you know, the drug companies got carte blanche to basically do what they want. And um, um, create these vaccines so they can force it on people. Now, again, I'm a, conspir- I'm, I'm, a cons- I'm a hypocrite because sometimes I think about some of these conspiracy theories and I believe a certain percentage of it. And I don't want to believe, you know, I'm not going to get into the weeds about how some people think they use it to control you or whatever, but at the same time, I'm not saying that, hey, they have a sinister plan on the back end, but I think this, so there is a part of me that wouldn't doubt that some of this was just for profit and, um, you know, lobbying and uh, using this uh, using this opportunity to make a you know, a billion dollars or whatever it is that they made off it. So I will just stop there. Anyway, um, but the reason I bring that up is because even though most doctors agreed with it, there was a few that weren't 100% sold on it. Even my doctor had said, you know what, you're, I, she, uh, she didn't push it on me. And um, she said, like, you know what, you should make an informed decision. And that's all she left it at. And she didn't say, oh, you should, you should. She wasn't sold on it. And But she had said, you should make an informed decision and um, make and see whether or not this is for you. And she did say, like, it seems like you're healthy enough for it. But, but I know from her, she was probably torn. This is all speculation, of course. She was probably torn between her personal opinion versus her professional opinion opinion but I, I do like the fact that she remained neutral during during the whole ordeal instead of just jumping on the bandwagon i even jumped on the bandwagon hey you should get uh the 
the vaccine. You should get vaccinated. And when they mandated it, and not just my company, but a lot of companies, you know, got rid of uh, people because of it. And then for a few months later, what, like six months later, they're like, oh, the Supreme Court was like, hey, you can't mandate that. The damage was already done. Now, when the, uh, my company, like any other company, they don't even ask you if you're vaccinated. So I'm like, we went through this whole hoopla for nothing. And I get it. Oh, hey, we didn't know what to do at the time, but we handled it poorly. Very, very poorly. And um, and I, I admit, I, I even have episodes where I said, hey, go get vaccine, blah, blah, blah. And now that I think about it, I'm like, you know what? It's not for everybody. Just like aspirin. You take something simple as aspirin. Is it for every? No. Some people are allergic to it. You can't, how can you mandate a vaccine? That's even more powerful than that. But anyway, if anything, we have contradictory reports. So that's why I just bring that up as an example. About RTO, uh, actually working from home. There, there are, I've read reports, articles actually, where they say, hey, um, People are more productive at home. Now, lately, I've been reading more articles about how people are less productive at home. So there's always contradictory information. Again, I don't appreciate it, but I get it. Everyone wants to push some type of agenda, especially if that's your goal in investigative journalism. If your goal, if you have a goal to find something out, I think you're going to find it no matter what. I think you're going to find them, uh, and, and just hear me out here. Think about it. If your goal is, was to find out, or your, your boss was to find out, hey, I want you to find reasons to bring people back into the office. I want you to go out there and show how unproductive people are being. Now, let's be honest. You take, like, say, a company that has, like, I don't know, like, at least 100 people. And let's just say the majority are productive. Because let's be, let's be honest, it's always, excuse me, a law of averages. You take a, a certain group and then fit the majority are productive. Let's just say even 60%, 60 to 70% are productive. You can focus on the remaining 30, 40% and, sh and prove why it's not productive. Right? Let's be honest. People say, oh, numbers don't lie. But I'm like, w w w but numbers can be manipulated. And that's where I have a problem with that. So as you can tell, I've said this before. I'm a cynical person. I take everything with a grain of salt because I think everything, it does have a grain of salt in it. Even, I mean, food taught us that. Even if you're on a no sugar diet, come to find out later, there's some type of sugar in your food. You're like, oh. You know, <laughs> or, you know, or no salt and there's some type of salt in your food. You're like, oh, and even your doctor will tell you, well, I mean, and I've heard this before was like, well, you, you, yeah, you may cut salt out of your diet, but you need salt. Like you need some type of sugar as well. All right. So I know I'm going to get angry emails over that, and, but you need some, sometimes your body, I'm not saying that you need a large amount, but you need a little bit of something. All right. So anyway, so that's why I'm just saying, I'm trying to bring some proof here that 
the reports are contradict, uh, contradictory. You guys look it up on the on the on uh, working at home stats or whatever, just articles for a pro and con for it, and you'll find both. You'll find you'll find pro and con for almost everything. All right, even for some some things that are obvious. Okay, I remember not too long ago there was an article, uh, Harvard professor that advocated the use of heroin. Look it up. True. Look it up, please. I th and I think it was Harvard. It was, it was an Ivy League school, for sure. So, just wanted to share that with you guys. But anyway, my question is, how do you guys feel about RTO? I think my office and my my both my jobs, I'm basically there all every day. Here, we're already four days out of the week. I've told you guys, I love what I do. I love most of the people I work with. Not even love them. I like most people I, I work with. I, I keep people at a distance if that's the only way we're going to survive. All right? I don't want to invest too much. Anyway, <laughs> again, my, my cynical side. I like the majority of people I work with most of the time. Um, my weekend job is at a restaurant, so you know you can't do that remotely. And I'm okay with it because I only work four hours Saturday, four hours Sunday. It's like the perfect schedule. If, if and when I move here from here, that's, I'm really, I'm actually going to miss that, the schedule, not, not so much the work, not so much the people, but <laughs> because, you know, they, it's a restaurant job. So everything we rotate every couple months, I'm, I'm meeting somebody new. I'm to the point where I'm just like, I don't want to train anymore because every couple I'm doing this over and over and it's close to 20 an hour. Just to host, just to seat people. That's all you have to do. It's not even. It's not even that hard. So anyway, um, RTO guys, I want to hear your thoughts. For anybody who's working completely at 100% at home, which I know people that do that, and they love it. Other people are already on a hybrid, but they realize they might have to come in five days a week in about a year. And other people are completely back in the office. I have no choice. They're already off and running. How do you guys feel about this? Is, is your, should, does your job warrant coming back in? Or are you not, or are you a non-customer non facing position? Where you can just do this at home, all computer work at home, like coding or customer service like a call center. I want to hear your guys' thoughts. That's I'm going to keep this episode short and sweet. As always, guys, great talking to you, and we'll see you in the next episode.